Hello, strangers on the internet. How you doing? Hope you're doing good. Hope you're dreaming big and living your wildest fantasies while staying safely inside and wearing big, beautiful masks. Uh, I'm Drew. I'm Adam. And I'm Zach. And we're here for another lovely episode of Nitwick to just catch up, see how people have been doing uh, during this extended vacation inside our lovely homes. And um, maybe maybe talk about a video game or two because uh, I've had some yeah. time. I've had some time to play a video game or two. Boy, <laughs> all right. So we were we were chatting a bit about this. This has been more free time than I was expecting to have in quite a while. <laughs> you know that yeah. you know that joke you kind of always think as an adult. It's like, man, remember when we were in high school or in school in general? And like, man, I miss summer break. Well, guys, now we have summer break, kind of. <laughs> okay. okay. Hold. 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 <laughs> I still, I, I am fortunate. I still have a job. I work Monday through Friday. Well, yes. Can you go anywhere? I, I don't go out anyway. There you go. You're having summer vacation. Mm. <laughs> okay. See, I would argue summer vacation was when I could go out and play, and I absolutely can't do that right now. So absolutely not. So it's more like a winter break. It's more like winter break when it's cold and you don't e- you don't even want to be outside. Why would you? Why would you when you have? No, it's. Dude, dude, it's winter break if it was also summertime and you yeah. were allowed to inside your <laughs> that's home. A, that's gonna say it's like it's winter break, but it's really fucking hot. Ooh. So audience deep. members in the future, when you are listening to this, hopefully the COVID nineteen pandemic has passed. We, however, are still in the glorious year of twenty twenty during the shelter in place the sippy times i'm gonna hate to disappoint you but the vast majority of people who listen to this podcast will listen to it during well he's talking about long in the future when our our truly hardcore fans way in the future oh, no when, oh, like, sorry. when like somebody comes back to like listen to this like man i can't believe these nitwit guys started from such humble beginnings after exploding in popularity in the year 2020 i should go listen to their old stuff Oh, yeah. Okay, fair, 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 fair. Got it. All right, Drew. So I think I know Zach has no no faith in us. Uh, he, I... he has faith. He has faith. He just misunderstood what you were saying. Doubt. He's just trying to... Doubt. He's just trying to keep the timeline in place, okay? There's lots of multiple pathing timelines, and someone took the Infinity Stones and faffed about with them and didn't give them back, and here we are. And it's the unhappy ending that nobody wanted, and I saw Endgame very recently, and I'm happy about it. Did you only just recently see Endgame? I did only just recently see Endgame. I liked it. You know what? I haven't actually seen Endgame. It's really good. Zach. Well, see, Zach, that makes sense for me because I know you don't watch movies that often. I just I'm more don't surprised. Watch them. <laughs> I'm more surprised Drew hadn't seen it. Well, in my defense, when it was time to see it and everybody went out, I had to sit back and memorize a very important monologue the day coming. So I opted to do that instead of stay out oh, late. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because Drew was officiating a wedding and had to, you know, memorize what? all this stuff. Whereas us oh, no. the. Who's. Wait. You were officiating. You, you, oh my you god! You officiated Zach. another wedding. I listen. I tongue twisted myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't get so, to apologize. Drew, as I've said before, not only does he have no faith, he cannot remember. <laughs> he, he has no faith. He can't remember, and he can't speak. Zach, what's going on? Well, because I've been cursed by a demon. This quarantine has really taken its toll on Zach. <laughs> he can't keep track of multiple timelines. He can't keep track of yeah of podcasts. Just... I've lost it. I've lost the plot. I'm gone to the wind. Back to Endgame for a second, Drew. Yeah, because I think when it was coming out, uh, that was back uh, when you were fishing in the wedding. And I remember, because a bunch of us were talking about, we should go see Endgame. And it's like, hey, Drew, you want to come with us? Like, I can't, dudes. I'm figuring <laughs> something. I'm trying to get this thing ready. 
I have a rehearsal dinner to go to. I'm like, it's a lame excuse to not see Endgame with us, all, Drew. I, I made a choice. I stuck to it. I didn't get bummed out at any of the deaths in that movie, though there weren't that ma- as many as I thought there would be. Um, hmm. I felt like it Do we was... need to set a spoiler warning here? Th- oh, I know Zach hasn't seen it, so so no spoilers for him. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I guess. I'll, I guess in that case, I'll just say I think it's a really fun movie. And I'm glad I mm. saw it in two separate sessions from the comfort of my chair, rather than all in oh, one dude. go. Oh, <laughs> dude. Because that thing is right, beautiful, is... but long. All right, I'm going to tell you I'm gonna tell you the story of how Wins could see Endgame. This is, this is nothing to do with the movie. This is a movie-going experience story. So a bunch of my friends had already seen the movie, uh, and we're already talking about that. You know, I was trying to avoid spoilers and stuff like that, but... By the time I wanted to, go, I had time to go see the movie, everybody around me had already seen it. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to go see it by myself. Fuck it. Uh, uh, whatever. So I drove over to the theater and I watched the movie. And boy, I had to get up and go to the bathroom twice during that movie because oh. it is a really, really long movie. It's not the longest I've seen, but it's longer than you'd think. Yeah, it. I think it's their longest one, and it doesn't feel that long. Like, there's a lot of stuff happening throughout it. There's not a lot of downtime. There's just a lot of, in my opinion, bits of, like, fan service and plot that they throw in because it's cool. And Mm. it maybe didn't need to be there, but because it's the last in this long-running series, they just kind of threw everything out. Uh, I don't know. What's that phrase? Like, uh... Finale? Well, ending no no but like there's know. some phrase for just like throwing every they threw everything on the wall like they just they just like they let it all they, they let it all loose the there was very little restraint which i liked i thought it made sense given they what opened, it was they mm. opened up the trunk and let the butterflies fly free that i have never heard that but i love it they threw in everything in the kitchen sink yeah there, there you go, go. that's that's the phrase that i was searching my brain for. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one yeah i i liked end game i thought it was a good ending to it um and then you find out that, hey, there's that Spider-Man movie that comes after it. And then, you know, technically now we're starting phase four. And it's like, all right, I don't know what you're going to do for phase four, but they they, they uh, planted seeds. They planted I know they're not seeds. doing movies right now because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Can I just can I just say like, hey, hey, guys, hey, Zach, I barely watched Marvel movies before. I don't think I'm going to watch any of the phase three or four movies now. I mean, Are you saying that to us or to Marvel? I'm saying that to Marvel. I'm saying okay. that to you. I'm saying it to Marvel. I'm saying it to everybody. Like Marvel will probably lose sleep over that twenty dollars that they're not going to get yeah, while they is... sit on their giant I mean... draconian pile of gold. <laughs> yeah, like it's just like I don't know. Like those movies kind of feel played out. I want there to be like a better structure. I've been kind of tired of Marvel movies for a while now. Well, but you just said you don't watch that many. I don't. But the ones I do, I'm like, oh, okay, this is this movie, but now with a different character, and I'm like. Okay. Well, maybe they're just not for you. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I feel like I've hit peak Marvel saturation, and I'm not. I don't. I didn't watch a lot of. Okay. They're enjoyable movies. Don't get me wrong. They're just. They're not for you. You know. you, you prefer so, the the me. video games and the occasional podcast. I do. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy the video games. What what video games have you been playing, Zach, during this time where you're inside what and not watching video movies? games? Yes. That I've been playing. Yes. Oh my! What a you what know a with all the crazy amount of free time everybody has right now yeah with all this free time um so the game i've been playing probably i mean so as a way of keeping in touch with all my friends i've been playing a lot of overwatch i have no idea what this game called overwatch is i've <laughs> um, never seen it in a day in yeah, my life never never seen it never touched it not a day in um, my life 
I, I also played like Civilization, but Civilization makes my hand hurt after a while. It's a lot of mouse movement. Really? Really? I oh didn't think... yeah. There's a lot of clicking. Um, All right. So that actually surprised me because I didn't think is this is Civ Six, right? Or are you playing yeah, Civ, Civ Five? Six. I didn't think Civ Six was a high like APM game. Oh, it's unless... not. It's not that it's high APM. It's that you're. Oh, by the way, audience, always something that's, new. That's actions per minute. Yeah. Kind of thing. Like like Overwatch, I think has more actions per minute, but it has less like. You have to put your thing on the exact right spot and then press button. Mm-hmm. Um, like with Overwatch, it's kind of obviously there's precision going on, but you can kind of flow and move around and things like that. With like, I think it's because of the way I play Civilization games. Um, I'll like play it in a sort of slouched position, which is really bad for my hand and your posture. Oh, okay, so this is um, and, and my posture, yeah. So it, it's just like playing the game makes things worse. But uh, hmm. uh, I I've been playing that. And uh, you guys might uh, be happy to note that I've been playing a bunch of Hades. I saw. Wow. I literally, I no joke, listened to to your guys' episode about Hades. All right, Drew, went, high five. All right, we I converted one. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> one more domino falls, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> but you're liking it. You're yeah, enjoying it. I basically, I... I I saw you guys do it. And I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I just need to play this game. Um, and I started playing it. And I love Super Giant games. And I love this game. Hmm, good. Um, now you were one of the people that was on kind of the fence of like, you know, I don't know if I want to play it with early access when it's still yeah, when it's I, still being un, like built and put together. Yeah. So one of the reasons why I was okay with playing it is they're like, oh, we're one update from just full releasing the game, and I'm like, hmm. oh, okay, well, I can just start playing it then. <laughs> you know, like. It's basically done because I remember playing it earlier on and like the game seemed kind of cool, but it also seemed like it clearly wasn't done. I played it like at a really early stage um, and I was like, you know what? I'll pick this up again when they're like kind of done with it. Mm. And I'm like, oh, they're kind of done with it. And so, yeah, you know, I'm meaning to play it and now I'm playing it. It's it's a good ex- it's it's a really good experience it is basically a done game right now they could release what they have right now and it would be a full game dude yeah i i think that's kind of what drew and i were saying at the end where it was like yeah it feels you know put aside the fact that they've said that hey the next update is the 1.0 we're done patch but it fe- it's felt pretty done for a while mm-hmm. uh yeah i think we're still curious to see kind of what the what the done version of the game looks like what the next update I, will honestly add. i think it's just like a way to like actually finish the game because right now they keep you in the loop um because right now it's just like an infinite loop they don't have like a, an official ending to the game see mm. i'm well yeah i'm but skeptical that's, about mm. that if only because oh. they release something and then they do a little bit of fixes afterwards at least so far in the early access model and that's been really helpful mm. and informative for like all the updates prior and balancing everything out and I assume the end end is going to have to be like a new area or some kind of final final mission or something. And I feel like if they right, don't give yeah. that any play, like maybe they just have like an internal beta testing team that they're using. Or maybe they're just using all the knowledge yeah. they've gotten beforehand. Um, oh, I see. Yeah, because they wouldn't be able to test it before. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think I think part of it is I know the, the blood price <clears throat> update had a, uh, had a technical beta that you could opt into. I don't think... I don't know for certain whether the other updates do, if they have all had beta ones, but that seemed pretty big that this one had like a beta branch kind of deal. Yeah, I, yeah, I never uh, played so... around on a beta branch. I The only chatter I heard about that was with the, the Blood Price update, not Blood Prince, which I said far too often in the last episode, and I'm sorry for spreading misinformation. 
Don't worry, bro. I got you. I edited that shit. Yeah. Thanks, bro. But gotcha, I, boy. Thanks, homie. I've been playing the game. I mm. have some opinions Ooh. about the game. Ooh. Um, one is, I think I told you guys specifically, but uh, the best NPCs in the game are... Oh, your top five. Uh, your top five. I, my top my top five was pretty great. I might I might have rearranged my top five, but my top five are Skelly, Dusa, probably Sisyphus, and then like Achilles and either Artemis or Hypnos. Mm. I'm really interested. Those are some you you seem to like Hypnos way more than I do. I I get mad at Hypnos because I I love Hypnos. <laughs> He's so funny. He's he's always so cheery. He's funny. And it's just supernatural to him. He's funny, but like I, he no, I'm there with you, Drew. <laughs> Hypnos kind of rubs you the wrong way every once in a while. I'm like, whatever, just get out of my way. Like I never, I never get the sense of malicious intent coming from Hypnos. Oh, neither do I. That's I why I dislike him. I'm like, just, just shut up. Because like, oh, he's, yeah. so, he's just saying it's so matter of fact, and you can't even argue with him when he's like, oh, you got killed by lava. Don't step in that. It's like. Thanks, bro. Yeah. Wow. I, thanks. I do admit, like, I liked, I liked Hypnos a lot more when he had more things to talk about. Mm. Um, you know, the fact that he now just only talks about the way in which you died is like it kind of sucks a little bit. But like before, he was talking about all sorts of different things. Mm. He he'll get more interactions with characters as you do like side quests and more interactions with right, other characters. Yeah. Um, so he he will kind of open back up. Um, yeah. But okay, yeah, I, I get you. Yeah, can I just, can I just, I want to say something about an NPC game. You can. You don't need to ask permission, you can just say it. We completely trust you. Why is, why is Orpheus a bitch baby boy? <gasps> How dare you? I personally How dare you say something so correct and so bold? I personally think <laughs> it's because they seem to be basing part of his personality off of 90s alt-rock bands. But that's just my yeah. headcanon. Well, no, they're they're basing him really heavily off of glam rock. I can see it. I can he, see it. His character design is very his glam rock. Whole design is glam rock. See, I'm uh, I'm yeah, thinking no, like the like, cure. I'm thinking like three doors down, like like that kind of aesthetic, you know? Right. I'm I'm thinking like he seems super emo. That's what well, I'm getting from. Okay. Him. To be fair to Orpheus, he is in a particularly shit situation. Uh. He did fuck Not, things up. It's true. He fucked things up. It caused this all thing. And he's like, bro, I, I didn't though. And he's like, eh, sorry, my dude. That's how the dice roll. Yeah, he's he's not. So, but like, there's people who are in worse situations that are, are like not sitting around and just complaining all the time. Well, then we get into the whose burden is heavier kind of thing. And each is heavier right. on their no, own. It's not, even, it's not even necessarily like whose burden is heavier. Is that there are other people who have similar issues or... Like, there are people that have to deal with things as well. Like, Orpheus just has this, like, he, it's like he doesn't recognize the fact that everyone around him, like, also is dealing with their own shit. So, like, so he just sort of sits there and wallows in his own depression spiral. And you're just oh, like, I wish you could get out of that one, bud. But also, like, you are, like, in that to the point of frustration. Like, I can... I can literally hand you things. I can be like, oh, what about this? Oh, what about this? What about this? And I understand trying to help the guy out, but just like every once in a while, I'll just be like, oh, but I can't sing. And I'm like, you sung the last time I was here. <laughs> Bro, he's depressed, man. Haven't I you know. ever? You've dealt with depressed folks. I like, know, fuck, I man. I know, I know. It's just, I, but it is, it's really frustrating dealing with people who are depressed. Mm. Wow, harsh. Um, and then I, I like got to Eurydice. And 
I, I understand the plot between Orpheus and Eurydice, but I also felt, I felt bad for Eurydice because I'm like, oh man, I don't want you to be like Orpheus's emotional crutch, mm. <laughs> which is basically how it was structured. Yeah, I, I feel like if I was Zagreus actively dealing with it directly, I would be frustrated. But as a player, I do find him to be hilarious. Like, I find his interaction and his character to be very fun. Like, since he's so, like, over the top. Like, he's, like, just a big drama queen. Like, I find it funny. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. he's... He is a massive drama queen. Like, I'm not looking at it just like, oh, why won't you? I'm looking at it just like, oh, my God, this is fucking rich. I'm going to eat my very right, yeah. delicious gelato with this now. I think earlier on, like, when uh-huh. when when Orpheus is going full drama queen, I'm all there with you, right? Mm. Um... When he's like opining and stuff, I totally get that. It's just every once in a while he'll be like, oh, but I can't sing. And I'm like, this is like the 18,000th time you've said that. But I also know that you can. And I also know that like you've shown the capacity to and you can get better. And it's just like, oh, dude, please just. Mm -hmm. It also doesn't help that like I got the film score thing. Um, And and yeah, it was just it's like one of these like plot lines that's very frustrating. But I will say um there are certain other npcs like sisyphus and uh, eurydice who are fucking awesome mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i really like eurydice they're, they're the best yeah, yeah she's fun i don't know i guess i i've never really had this harsh of opinion of orpheus he just seemed like I, some guy who was down that you were helping out trying to get I, out of this not that like i see he became a, lot a burden like, on anything so i see a lot of like um pernicious tropes i suppose in the orpheus character um like it, it seems like to my perspective, it, like, it seems structured that, like, Eurydice has to carry or sort of, like, take care of Orpheus's emotional labor. Um, and, like, she doesn't even get credit for her work. Everyone says Orpheus does everything, but Eurydice did half of his shit, right? But you like, realize that's part of, like, what the story is, of, like, them re- both realizing Yeah, that, yeah, right? and, I, and I figure it's, it's probably going to get better over time. Like, I, I like I don't doubt that. So, uh, the other thing I'd like to, to, to talk about... Um, you need a lot of fucking diamonds in this game, don't you? Oh, yeah. Diamonds how are the, super rare. How and the fuck, man? You just got to start like, uh, making it to the end and keep going and getting some Pact of Punishment going. They become easier to unlock have you, once you kind of level have you, up a bit. Have you okay. cleared a run yet? Like, like I have not beaten the final boss. Okay, so there will be a way to get more of them once you can do that. I'll just tell you I that. I fought the final boss once and lost, but I, I'm finding it hard to get to the final boss. Yeah, like all you'll... of my runs tend to end around the Bone Hydra. The Bone Hydra is annoying. I thought you were gonna say they're gonna get stuck at like Theseus or something. That's where I got stuck. Oh, Theseus. Yeah, is tough. no, I, I I get stuck in like Asphodel. I like I don't know if I'm playing this game bad, but well, you. But yeah, like I'll get stuck there, or like I'll like fuck up somewhere and do and get stuck in like Tartarus. I'm also playing kind of inefficiently. I tend to play pretty. Um, I'm aiming more for the uh, for the fateless than I am for like completing runs. That's an odd way to do. Well, it's not odd. That's that's not exactly the way I would have thought to go about it because the fateless is something you'll just kind of naturally right. Uh, do. Yeah, that's well, kind of why it's is... very out of the way in that regard. Right. Um, and the other thing is that like I haven't been throwing a lot of uh, like. I have been stock. I have like a small, tiny stockpile of the uh, the what gift item that you can give to people, mm. and um, I'm also like <clears throat> constantly trying to talk to Artemis over and over and over again because I'm like, okay, Artemis, when does your quest unlock? You gotta keep giving her stuff, man. <laughs> no, I gave her stuff. I maxed out on stuff I could give her. Oh, that's right. They have more stuff. Limits. I think you need to progress further and able to get more more conversation pieces with her. I think. 
I know they, they, they staggered it during the pre-releases. Some of them switched to like being a, how many more times do you need to talk with this character? It's not just a matter of how many, how much nectar you give them. Yeah. So it may just be a matter of put their trinket on and get them to show up as many times as possible. Yeah, that's basically what I'm doing. I have I have Artemis' trinket on, and I always talk to her at least once for every run. And so I'm like, at some point, I will eventually get the Artemis thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Is that why you use the bow? You mentioned be. you were using the bow previously. I do use the bow a lot. Um, yeah, so so in terms of weapons, uh, I just use whatever weapon gives me the like plus 20% bonus um, to... Uh, the darkness? To, yeah, the darkness. Um, and I've learned that there are certain weapons that I'm really good with and certain other weapons, which can be interesting. It, it really depends on how I build it though. Like, I think I'm, I like, I'm still learning like what works best for me for each weapon. Um, but I can actually, I can actually beat the bone hydra like easy as hell with the bow, um, with a couple of the Daedalus hammer ability. Um, because one of those, one of those abilities makes it so that you're, your uh your special attack has like a long charge up time mm-hmm. and then if you max it out you do like th- uh three times damage um and then i put like the artemis like crit ability on my special and those in conjunction mean those bone hydra heads go down extremely quickly mm-hmm. um like i easy moded it uh i think a lot of times when i have a decent run i'll get i won't get stuck on the bone hydra necessarily but i'll get stuck on elysium specifically because I'm just really bad at fighting like the fighters over in Elysium. Oh, dude, they're they're tough. They're tough to deal with. They're annoying. Well, especially because the bow like, doesn't have like like once you take them down, you need to follow them up really quickly. And the bow seems to be more about like distance opponents than like doing a bunch of damage all at once. That's... You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the big thing I the the big thing I run into as like a problem is that uh, it's it's not the like picking up the ones afterwards because I can do that pretty simple. Mm. It's it's the uh it's like fighting certain enemy types of them and this is true for like every weapon the spear guys have a range that is insane the spear guys will catch me like five fucking meters away and i'm like what what the fuck how the fuck did you get that range i don't know man it's very frustrating i'm sorry i'm sorry for your frustration but i'm glad you're sticking (laughs) with it i was gonna ask have you played anything other than hades uh in these these months or so that we've been away i i did mention the other games that i've been playing i don't think i've been playing anything else like super new oh you did um, yes hades I'm sorry. Was like, yeah so I, I i did mention a few other games that i was playing i've been like also playing animal crossing huh? um on mm-hmm. the weekdays which is pretty fun um yeah. and i think i'm gonna try to play some more games because yet because uh i i wasn't called the justice bundle but it was like that itch.io thing that it was like give this much give this amount of charity and then you get like a thousand items oh yeah yeah, yeah. That, that came yeah. out around memorial day so or the weeks after i i haven't yeah, even yeah. been so able to like I, parse what's in that thing yet. i picked that shit up and yeah i haven't plugged anything in so i'm thinking about playing some like indie titles off of that nice um and yeah i i thought about playing a couple of things too but i just haven't touched it. Uh, i want to play more did i talk about helltaker with you guys no that's the, the no one with but all i do the... know about helltaker oh, that was a while ago it's a puzzle yeah. game with sharply dressed demon girls mm. yeah it's it's sharply dressed demon girls and you're trying to make a harem of sharply dressed demon girls and it's a puzzle game and i played through it it was pretty fun but it's been uh, a fucking phenomenon online. My my YouTube page kind of exploded with a bunch of this game oh when God. it first showed up. I'm like, all right, what is this? 
Uh, and I watched a video of what I thought was going to be like a preview for the game. Turns out it was a 100% playthrough of it. So I have wow. seen all Meltaker, <laughs> but kind of on accident. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not a long game. No, uh, it's also free. Like if people oh. are interested, yep. Helltaker is free on Steam. Yep. Um, oh, maybe that's why it's, it's... grown so popular. Because it just I just oh, saw also... a bunch of memes about it. I I oh Drew, the reason it's grown so popular isn't that it's free. It's the content inside. Ah, uh, I see. <laughs> the yeah, trust me, it's it's the like the waifuization of all of the demon girls, which is entirely the point of the game. You know what's funny to me? It's like it's very much a waifu collecting kind of game, but it's not ex. Not that explicit in anything, and I think that's part of it, like kind of the fun of it, where it's like, yeah, it is part of you, the charm. you would expect something like this, like make a harem of demon girls, be like, oh man, is this like an H game? Is this a porn game? It's like, yeah, this, no, this it's actually game, just yeah. a just a puzzle game. <laughs> it's about it. It's a puzzle game, and to be fair, like the character designs are very sharp. Yeah, um, the main guy is kind of, frankly, the main guy is a little bit boring, but like all of the demon girls. Well, yeah, dude, like, it's oh a, wow, these are some sharp designs. He's basically like a visual novel protag, like his border yeah. cookie cutter to self insert man. He is he is buff though. That's his one saving grace. Are you trying to say that not all the players of Helltaker are incredibly buff? Uh, are are you incredibly that's buff? That's what it sounds like. Because you're a player of Helltaker. I, you know what? You know what? You want to talk about my life? I've been doing exercises. Yeah, boy. Oh <gasps> yeah. So that's I've what I'd doing... like to hear. Zach is now incredibly buff. I I've been doing crunches. Yeah. I've been doing push-ups. Sick. I don't have any weights. So, like, my arms and legs aren't going to be strong, but my core is going to be nice. Sick. Nice. Well, you can do, like, squats. That, that's, that'll, like, buff up your legs. Oh, that will buff them. And push, push-ups could work your... Uh, push-ups, push-ups, push-ups can work yeah. your chest and arms. Yeah, they do They do work your chest. Your abs are going to be they, so they sharp that you will be able to grade cheese on them, Zach. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yes. Um, I, I don't think I'm going to have, like, a washboard abs, but <laughs> I am probably... Like, I just wanted to, like... I wanted to build up muscle in my core yeah. because I feel me, like that's going to be a really good way to help keep good posture and things like that. Let me but, let me slip yeah, in for a second, but in also the quarantine time, I have also taken up uh, the sword. You know, working out a bit more. Yeah, the sword, <laughs> and by the sword, I mean taking up doing more exercising. And by the sword, I mean weights and squats and stuff. I, um, okay, okay, like the, the metaphorical sword. I see. Yeah, that seems to have been a common thing. With I've talked to a lot of people. You know, uh, one of the the hard things about being in this quarantine is you can't see your friends, but if you, you know, you can still chat with them online or call them and stuff. And one thing I found is that a bunch of people are also taking this opportunity to get, you know, better into shape, which is good. You know, I, I think one of the hard parts was is that, oh, everybody's busy with work and jobs and life that they kind of didn't have time to, you know, for physical fitness. Yeah. But now, hey, you've got a couple more time. You're at home. You can do stuff. Um, yeah, it's been kind of fun. Nice. You know, you you lose your job and uh, your health gets better. Huh. It's wild how that works. <laughs> yeah, real wild how that one works. Hmm. And I mean, not even that. It's like you know, if you're not commuting, if you're working from home, that also yeah, helps yeah. out. Because it's like, yeah, no, oh, that's man. the same for me. If I that, that's go, how it is for me. If I want to work out, I should go to my gym, which is right here in this room. I'm already there. Damn. Although I, you know, I'm actually really lucky. I'm almost, I'm almost say I'm lucky. I don't have a roommate yet, but because uh, like. I, I'm able to really easily delineate between uh, work time and play time mm-hmm. um, because like in my if I'm in my room, I'm like on my computer, I'm like messing around, I'm like laying, you know, like that's my that's my dedicated relaxation space, mm-hmm. um, which isn't great when it gets really hot like it is right now. 
But uh, if I'm like out in the living room, sitting at my desk in the living room, that's that's the workstation, and that's where I'm doing work, and that's where I'm in work mode. And when I'm out there, otherwise, is what I do. I'm ex- you know, I do a lot of my exercises outside of my room, and so I'm able to like strongly delineate certain rooms and certain areas with certain kinds of activities. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. kind of helpful for like you know, as a general tip for any listener, if you are finding yourself working at home, one of the good tips is to like Zach was saying, have that strong you know, separation of kind of work life, home life kind of deal. Yeah, don't. You don't want them to get like taken over where you can't escape work at all or, you know, you're in home life so now you can't focus on work. Yeah. yeah. Well, cool, man. Sounds like you're keeping yourself sane. Drew, how about you? Oh, let's see here. Um, What, what about me? What do you want to know, Adam? What, what, what sick, twisted thing do you want to know? No, just kind of how you've been during this quarantine. I think you're still working from home. Uh, I think you're working from home. Uh, yeah, I'm working. I don't think you have to go into the office. Oh, no. Um, they... That would suck if you had to drive into work. Oh, oh no. Yeah, um, we're, I'm, quote, remote until at least January. And it will likely be extended beyond that. Just because wow. uh, in... Uh, Double wow. Yeah, like, because where I work... Um, it's uh it's a public university so you know there's lots of students there's lots of you know elderly people coming back and forth and because Mm -hmm. my job is all technical it's just programming like they before then me being there was like kind of nice but even then it was like anything that i need to do i can do from my setup at home so pretty much the entire development team is just like we really don't need you here unless you explicitly need to do something like digitization or like work with a specific exhibit or work with administration. And there's a lot of other Mm -hmm. people who will need to be there. And until all this is way past said and gone, like they are prioritized over us. And that works out nicely for me. I like not having to commute as long as I was before. Though I do kind of miss the the um the route i would take i would like ride into the bart and then i would bart over to berkeley and it would be like a really nice way to see the city and see you know the world and all that and i kind of miss that Mm -hmm. i've kind of gone from like this very like my life was very transit based like i would be Mm -hmm. living in sf working in berkeley and transitioning all over the place and now i'm pretty much just here so that's been a bit of an adjustment you know working from home Working home is a nice one, but it also, you know, having the ability to go out and like be outside of your own bubble, like not having that option is, is kind of, you know, it's pretty changing. So like, you know, even if it was just transit stuff, you know, now you can't do that or anything like yeah. that, or you're, no, you're I, discouraged from doing that. Yeah. I 100% understand the like desire to want to get on public transit. Can I, can I, I'm just going to, I'm going to just dump this right now. Cars suck. Trains rule. I That's agree. It. That's all I'm saying. I agree. I love trains. This is his new campaign slogan, and I'm behind it. Dude, car bad, train good. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I I do. I drove in. I, I I would like drive into work and drive home, and all it ever did was make me miserable. Uh, like, cause I guess I never really had that that much of a problem with driving like the traffic sucked but i, I don't know i like cruising around oh in the car. i i become oh. like bloodthirsty if i'm in a car too long like i just can't do it i know you do dude like <laughs> i i get bloodthirsty and also like paranoid like i get i get bloodthirsty and like paranoid and like angry 
and just like I feel like I'm wasting all my fucking time and I feel like I should be doing something else right now. Yeah, it sucks when I'm in a car. Is this just like in commuting or if you guys <laughs> just felt this way about cars in general? Because now I'm like looking back over all the times I've been in a car with you and wonder how often my life was in danger. Uh, only only during commuting is when it like really hits me because that's when it's heavy traffic. As Zach was saying, that sense of like, oh, man, I could be doing anything yeah. else right now. And also yeah. like during that time of heavy traffic, like it's not just me getting angry. It's everyone around me. Like the nicest old lady will become like a, a hardened criminal on 280 given the right circumstances. <laughs> like, it's fucking uh, true. true. Like it's that um, old lady so, would, will stop you, pop your tires and then drive off. And now what are you going to do? You're stuck in the 280. Yeah. Forever. So a lot of, a lot of the issue for me is also with traffic, but I, I get frustrated if I have to drive for more than an hour straight. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, and you, you go up like, to Santa Rosa all the time. So, like, I can only imagine that's, like, yeah. that was an occurrence for you quite frequently. Yeah, and I have the perfect excuse not to go to Santa Rosa, and which I've taken multiple times to have my mom be like, oh, but the whole family's getting together. And I'm like, no, mom. No, no I don't like the family. <laughs> Get him out of here. <laughs> I'm not driving an hour. I'm not, I'm not going to drive, like, an hour and a half to expose myself to a bunch of people that I haven't been exposed to in months that's fair yeah like i understand the need to connect reconnect with family but also like hey uh maybe cases are exploding in this state and i can't come visit there are lots of lovely digital tools that give you uh, alternatives to being somewhere in person so yeah you know learn how to play jackbox yeah there's there's options like that yeah yeah that's one game i've played a lot of jackbox that's yeah, oh, Drew, I was going to ask, what, what fun activities have you been, you know, with all of this newfound time saved from not tran- uh, commuting, what have you been doing with it? Uh, let's see here. Um, well, aside from the video games, I've been doing a couple of different things. Um, like you, I've been trying to stay in shape. Um, I joined up with, you know about this, like uh, this one online program with, uh, you know, little routines and whatnot that you do. And I really enjoy it yeah. as an excuse to take the one I'm supposed to do and replace it with boxing. Uh, they have different, mm. they have different like Don't Pilates work. and lifts and whatnot. But I really like, um, uh, like there are these ones where you just like kind of punch and kick and it's like a good kind of full body one. And I, yeah. I did a little bit of kickboxing a few years ago and kind of rediscovering it has been really nice. I'm not good nice. at all. Like I, I'm not like at all qualified to be in a real fight. But it's it's a really nice way to get rid of like you know a little bit of extra energy that might be hanging around that I don't need. Or if my bugs like fucking won't go away and I just need to be like raw, you know. I'm gonna punch and kick those bugs. You gotta murder the bugs. That's true. I mean, most of the time you're you're not doing kickboxing to like actually get ready for a fight. It's mostly to stay in shape. But yeah, uh, Drew and I have been doing this thing with a bunch of our other group of friends through this uh, program called Center. C-E-N-T-R. No, no second E. It's too hip for that. Only the one E. Too hip. All right, T- tangent. I'm getting really tired of all these companies that are like, hey, we're going to name this product. What are you going to name it? Center. Oh, okay. But without the second E, like, why? It's Because like, it's the cool hip thing. And I've you seen a bunch of other... that center. I've seen a bunch of other companies do that. And now that I'm like trying to think of it, I can't think of any off the top of my head. Well, because you they're not real they words. That? You don't map them to memory. I know. I <laughs> map so, them to okay. their logo. So the reason why you would want to do that Lift. is because you can't trademark the Thank word you. center, but you can trademark the word center without the second Oh, e. you know, that's uh, a very practical answer to our rage. Thank you. I like that. Yeah, that's cool. And now my rage has subsided, but I'm still mad. I don't know. Despite all my rage, I'm still a rat in a cage. 
That's fair enough. That's right. Uh, yeah, but yeah, so we've been doing center, and that's been pretty good. Yeah, that is still just a right. Yeah. I have been. I've been mostly doing the body weight or dumbbell stuff. Um, I just don't have the room to actually like do a bunch of the boxing ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's fair. Because they're always like, "Oh, well, you need you need this, this, and this gear." I'm like, I don't have X, Y, or Z gear. But they've been fun. I, I've enjoyed them quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, aside from that, uh, I've been trying to. And for those of uh, for those of you paying attention to our stream, which we have up now, you should be paying attention to it. Uh, I've been trying to relearn how to draw using this uh, one program called Clip Studio Paint. Oh. It um, went on sale, and I've been using this free thing called Center, or not Center, um, not Center, uh, this free thing called Krita for years, but I kind of wanted a new tool. Mm-hmm. And like within a day, I realized that like it's just quantifiably better. Like It's just very stable. It's got like a really nice ecosystem of brushes to use. But it handles yeah. really differently from what I'm used to. So it's kind of like two steps forward, one step back. And I feel like my hands have like like lost the ability to move whenever I use it. Yeah. But I'm, I'm like picking curiosity, it up. Yeah, go ahead. Did we ever mention that we had set up a, a Twitch stream? Uh, I've been posting a bit about it on the Twitter, but we haven't explicitly premiered it on Nitwick. So, um... Okay, so <laughs> Nitwick listeners... We have a Twitch channel, uh, yeah. TeamNitwick.tv, I believe, on on Twitch. It is twitch.tv slash TeamNitwick. There team, we go. Team so, N-I-C-W-I-C. That is Nick Twick. My fucking bad. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> How dare team you? I- T-E-A-M. Whose phone um, is going off? Oh, dear. N-I-T-W-I-C. Who will be losing one good boy coin because of this phone going off. It was me. I guess it's It was me. I guess it's Drew. Drew. Yeah. I knew Hand this would me happen. Your good boy. Hand me your good boy point. Uh, I I really don't want to Adam. Can't we negotiate this? Can I just We will not. The phone oh. the Zach, you bear witness to this. I On this I day Drew witness. lost 1 point for his phone going off. Oh, I feel it being stolen from my body. Oh, there, you have your point. You may get this back if you stream yet again. So look forward to that. So audience members, uh, we put the stream together because we thought, hey, you know, it might be kind of fun to, as we're talking about these games and showing off all these things that we like, if we could actually show them off to you. So we thought about setting up something like that and then seeing how that goes. So I don't think we have like any kind of schedule or we're still setting it up. So look forward to some update from that. Yeah, I was I was mostly uh, just mentioning it yeah. because I'm testing out the channel. Um, we're trying to get some more hours in so that we can make it, uh, we, we unlock a certain features if we've used it more often versus just it's a new account. Okay, the end. So we mm. will have probably a more official event at some time in the future. But for now, if you're paying attention on Facebook or Twitter, we're just going to post a little updates about if someone's streaming that night. And when we get a more official schedule together, you'll be the first one to know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I really should. I was going mean, to try streaming out a Hades at some point oh. to show off the new update. Oh, nice. That's what I was going to do as well. Well, Because we'll all just play Hades at different times. <laughs> Oh gracious! Well, too bad I had dibs on that idea first. You will, you will have to come back later. Mm. I mean, I could just pay Pathologic too. You could stream Pathologic you too. Could. I could In stream fact, Pathologic too. You, we could stream anything, yes. anything we want. All right, Drew. But what else you been doing? Um, let's see here. Been trying to, you know, read a little bit more. Figure it's a lot of a lot of quiet time these days. Maybe take advantage of that. Um. 
just keeping nice. keeping in touch with people um trying to stay on top of the news in a way that doesn't drive me insane i have opinions no oh, dude <laughs> um this is not the venue for that but oh boy no may you live in interesting times what a hell of a phrase you know i hear that i hear that quote a lot and now i'm at this point saying all right then I'd like to go back to normal times, please. You know, actually, I was thinking about the great prophets of Smash Mouth and their hit song, mm. All Star, where there's that one lyric, you know, my world's on fire, how about yours? That's the way I like it, because I never get bored. And, uh, boy, we were so innocent. We were so young. <laughs> oh, Smash Mouth. All right. Drew, what, what else you been doing? Uh, let's see here. What else have I been doing? Um... Oh, you know, the usual things as well. Um, though I have not gotten through... I tried the bread baking phase. Uh, didn't work for me. I made some horrible bagels and I can't go back. Um, <clears throat> to bagels or just that that loaf? Uh, those bagels. Uh, I didn't have the right... Uh, because every motherfucker under the sun is making bread these days, I couldn't find uh, the kind of um, flour I needed. Yeast? <clears throat> yeah, the yeast I needed. Oh. So I found an alternative mm. recipe that swapped it out for um yogurt and that didn't work that's mm, oh it, that doesn't sound zach good. Did, <laughs> zach did you get on the bread baking phase you were really into cooking i think you're still into cooking right now but i'm still into cooking um no i didn't get on the bread baking phase i just Neither did I, I just buy a six pack of bagels every day <laughs> or i buy a six pack of bagels every week and um, that's good mm. Dude, six packs of bagels every day was a bit upsetting for us. <laughs> yeah, it's a little upsetting. He's a chain Well, bagler. you know what? I gotta feed all the spirits in the apartment. Oh, oh fair. Fair enough. Uh, and yes, I've been yeah. playing some video games as well. Um, I have... Yeah, I was about to ask. Yeah, you know, I know. It, it's, it's only been like like 40 minutes or so. Um, let's see here. Uh, I've actually been going through... And I wanted to talk to you about this, Adam. I've been going through mm -hmm. Prey, the... Um, the arcane studios one they um oh the the newer one yeah, yeah. the newer one uh and i say that because okay. i always thought it was related to the previous one and i i think it's just like a weird advertising issue because it it plays really well i really love it it reminds me a lot oh. of bioshock but in space which in turn means it's an homage to system shock the kind of precursor to the whole shock thing um, mm -hmm. it is some really good sci-fi. It has, like, a lot of really excellent, like, tidbits of, um, I don't want to just, like, leave it at world building, because it's, like, kind of like a generic phrase to say. But the premise itself is you wake up on this, this, uh, futuristic space station in this alternative timeline where JFK didn't die, and, um, you are basically going about finding out like this alien species that has kind of like gotten loose and like you know kind of taken over the facility mm -hmm. uh you find a message from yourself that tells you the sort of mission you have to go on and then all these sort of other ais and characters pop in and like kind of give you different bits and pieces of the story that you maybe didn't know before it's um mm -hmm. it's something where i play it and it definitely feels like an arcane game. Like there's a lot of um, similar assets and similar um, ideas to the Dishonored series. But yeah. again, it plays very much like Bioshock. And I would argue that if you like that series, this almost feels like, I don't want to say like a more refined version, but it feels like another studio's take on that series. And I am loving it okay. right now. Um, yeah, I might go check that out. I, I had heard some pretty good things about that one. I just hadn't, 
I know I, I was kind of confused for a while because I also thought it was related to the old, uh, yeah. like the older Prey game. But then I re- then you know afterwards it <clears> can be clear like oh hey this is like a full. It's one of those weird things. I'm not sure if it's a remake or reboot or what, but it's like it's entirely different than the old one, but it kept the old name. Mm. Like there's probably like a brand marketing like, hey like brand recognition thing. But yeah. it, it's just so much different than the older ones that it was kind of surprising. Yeah, I, 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 what, whatever happened with the naming, I'm sure there's a very good reason for it. Um, but if you, if you enjoy that kind of like slow, moody experience, it's a really good time. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, one thing I do want yeah. to point out is, um, mm-hmm. like, I'm not done with it. I'm going through it now. But it has these, like, spacewalk sequences where you actually leave the space station. You get, like, a jet propulsion system. And they're fascinating because you have, like, you know, this, like, n- like no gravity situation. You have, like, bodies floating past you. It will be very beautiful. And then it will become very tense because you'll be going down this, like, sheet of metal thing with these aliens kind of in the corner. If you hit anything, you'll take a ton of damage. And throughout Mm. it all, it also kind of doubles as a fast travel system because you can like go outside the space station and then pop over to another section and go in. And it's, it's just like a really clever idea that I haven't seen in a game in quite some time. And I'm really digging it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You playing on PS4 or PC? uh, PC. It's, it was one of the, yeah, PC. It was one of the games where I uh built a new pc and i wanted to test it out and i figured this would be a good way to do that since it looked like a very pretty game <laughs> yeah you know uh-huh. it's been an excuse to rebuy a few games <laughs> no no I, I i'm just thinking every time i've i've talked to somebody who has uh like built up a new pc or a new tower or something um like the first thing they do is go back and like play all, uh, like a bunch of these older games just to see how much better they perform oh it is so noticeable oh, like i i did not know like the difference like i could have between like my old system and my new system like my old my old my old pc was a fire hazard like th- it had to go it just was barely <laughs> operational like would make like strange noises occasionally just would turn off and here it's like it's working consistently and everything is rendering beautifully and it's oh, it's just so nice. uh it's really noticeable on uh, this one game I got called Control. I think I've mentioned it in the past. It's mm-hmm. um Oh yeah, yeah. It's very much like something that is supposed to be played on PC. Like I got it on PS4, I loved it, but the they they do so many like interesting visual tricks that just get cut from the console versions that are like absolutely worth it if you have the option. Um, mm-hmm. On the other side of things, I'm playing a really old game right now. Uh, I've decided to become a Souls man and play Dark Souls, and I've been going through that. <gasps> Why? Yeah. Original Dark Souls. Yeah. How are you liking it? Um, it's hard. It's um, it's interesting. I've been going through mm-hmm. it with Matt to kind of help me through it, just because he knows where he he understands the entire layout to an insane degree. Where he can just like know where yeah. I am by like a vague description of like a room and an enemy and yeah that help is god damn man that help is really useful because it's he's like pointing out like uh like what kind of magic spells would be worth having and just like kind of helping me Mm -hmm. trust the game a little bit more and i yeah what i'm finding so far because like i've heard you guys talk about dark souls forever and i've played it a little bit in the past i kind of fell off the bandwagon but what i'm finding is it's a very it's obviously very hard 
But I think a lot of that difficulty comes from it being a game that needs you to play very slowly and methodically. And not in like a very like yeah. high intensity way. Like it's not like a like, okay, if I like cross this one wire, I'm screwed. It's it's like not really even adrenaline based. It's just like you have to be patient. You have to learn to be patient. Otherwise, you're going to screw up and be done. And it's so different from Bloodborne or like a Devil May Cry or the kind of games that I really tend to enjoy and uh, tend to get really into that yeah. I feel like I'm very specifically a bad person for these games, but I, I'm really liking the lore and like all the discovery involved. And um, I'm just happy to be getting around to it because like it's been part of the zeitgeist for goddamn ever. And, you know, it's it's worth it. It's really cool. It's worthwhile. Yeah. That's my hot uh, take. I actually, yeah. actually, one of the things uh, I have done over the quarantine is I also beat Dark Souls 1 for the first time, or beat it end to end. Sweet. Uh, because I had, I'd had it for a while. I got it on PS3, um, and it was one of those games that I'd like have a bunch of save files, like they're like midway through or so. Like I'd be playing it, and then hit like a point where I was like, oh, I don't really like how this build is going, or I don't like how uh, I didn't know I could do this thing. So I'd restart it, um, and that uh, when the shelter in place started, a bunch of my friends got back into Dark Souls three. Um, Zach, I think, was one of them. I think he would, he jumped in and was playing I a did, bunch of Dark yeah. Souls three for a while. I, I played some. I tried to catch up with the other people who were like also playing, but I never actually caught up with them. Oh, gotcha. Well, all of that talk of Dark Souls three made me realize hey i've actually never beaten dark souls one and i happen to have the remastered version on, on steam so i went ahead and played that and i that took about a little over a week to just sit down and beat that game um i'll tell you this drew after playing that one uh you will actually be gonna be able to internalize a lot of the layout just because you'll be traipsing back and through it over and over mm-hmm. uh, so, you know, Matt's played a bunch of times, but I can tell you, you'll probably even start getting a feel for like, okay, this is where this links, this is where this links. And now, you know, later when you're done, you'll be able to like recall, oh, I remember this room just from these vague uh, ideas. Because it does kind of require you to be, uh, it's not, it's weird. It, it's like requiring you to be more observant and patient mm. rather than just like jumping the gun. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. So... It's interesting. I actually came away from Dark Souls 1. Uh, so you haven't beaten it yet, right? Like what part are you at? Um, it's hard to say. I'm, we're trying to get through the catacombs right now. Uh, I took a deadly little oh, spill. Oh, no. Yeah, it's it's a fun time. It's a fun time. We met our, our good friend Patches. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Is this... All right, can I ask you, did you just start and you you went to catacombs as a first thing? Or, no. or is he having you come back as a later area? No. Why, why would Matt screw over Drew like that? Because... All right, here's the thing, though, Zach. It is a totally legit and total, like, good way to play going down to the catacombs first. Because if you do it right... You can get the right. Uh, you can get a. I think the right, right of kindling down there, and that's pretty. Yeah, helpful. yeah, no, no, no. There's, there's. Just, I know there's items you can get there to like grab a bunch of cool stuff and then mm-hmm. trace back the other way. But like, I have rung yeah, several first bells. time player. It's a little weird. I have uh-huh. rung several bells. I have you, fought some gargoyles. I have gotten to the depths. There's, there. I'm not doing it as the first thing out the gate. I have been exploring. Wait, okay, be, that's what I. That's what I wanted to check. <laughs> did you, that's wait, did you go to Blighttown? I have not been to Blighttown yet. Oh, so, okay. So you're on uh, He's having you go bell. interesting places. Okay. Uh, 
But yeah, this is like I I beat the game. Uh, I did all of the bosses and tried to get do as many of the side quests as I could. Um, I don't know. Like I remember beating Dark Souls one, and it's like there's a lot of stuff I can appreciate about it, but somehow there's like other stuff that like. I look at it it's like, wow, they really did just copy a bunch of the crap from like these older games and copy paste it into the the newer ones. Yeah. So I don't know how to describe it because if he hasn't finished it yet, it's kind of I don't want to spoil some of those things. But right. Yeah, uh, yeah. It is still Dark Souls one is still a really, really good game. That is not I that, you know, going through it now, I think I liked it a lot. I think I'm I think what I'm finding is like I really respect how like, I'm thinking back to the time it came out and how, like, that mm-hmm. idea of, like, a slow, not, like, entirely spectacle-driven approach, like, would have really turned some people off. So, mm-hmm. I'm really... I feel like by playing through it, I'm really appreciating, like, the risks it takes by being as much of its own thing as it is. You know, I feel like yeah, it's a very yeah. ballsy game, but not in the sense of, like, it's doing something wild and new and, like, you gotta see it. It's, like it's demanding of you in a way that a lot of games like don't have the time for. And I, I recognize I that like, sounds yeah. a little, a little pretentious, but. It... Uh, well, no, I think it, I think what it is is that especially when the game came out, all mm. the games that came out around it weren't very demanding of the player. At least the design philosophy was to demand as little as possible from the player. And so the dark souls game, like the original dark souls is really about that sort of like, it's about like, how do we like make a game that is good but is also very demanding and like mm-hmm. what gains can we have by making our game very demanding mm. and so that's the same thing that they they succeed very well at like it's a very demanding game but it's also a very rewarding game yeah like they don't you know i'll just your say accomplishments feel very real and concrete in that game yeah i'll, I'll just say this drew when miyazaki has gone on record saying that when he made like demon souls and a lot of the philosophy goes from demon souls into dark souls the intent wasn't to make a difficult game mm. that was like it wasn't set out to let's make a game as ball bustingly hard as possible what it was was to get you to just kind of observe and to be in the situation and think okay what should i do now uh and knowing that will kind of help you like go through it's like that yeah the game the game is not as hard as i think some people say it is though i will fully fully admit there are very difficult parts, and that DLC area can, is pretty tough. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of them become more of, can you observe this thing and, and kind of take it? Um, I'd be curious to see what your opinion of the game as a whole is once you've beaten it. Because um, mm-hmm. I I think it'd just be interesting to see how you kind of like it, having not gone through any of the other ones. Because Dark Souls, even though Bloodborne is part of the Soulsborne series, Bloodborne is its own thing entirely. Like, way the hell out there rather than the more souls ones oh yeah oh yeah yeah bloodborne bloodborne is much more like the kind of aggro kind of game where you gotta jump in and go for it oh yeah like bloodborne uh, not even in that but i I feel like Mm. bloodborne is something that like like the way you play fits me as a person a little bit better than dark souls but i think dark souls is just like again like i want to go back to it and die a million times and just like find a new spell to play around with and maybe just find out more about that lore like i i love I that find... lore it is it, it mm. is just something that that i i can see i can see why people become obsessed with it is where i'm gonna leave it at yeah yeah the original dark souls had very good lore i will <laughs> also say 
you keep talking about spells and that is interesting well i'm trying to go like a bit of a magic build um and that is oh, okay. that's working out so far i got i got myself my soul arrow oh, matt my soul arrow is fun can i ask you was that on your thought or did matt recommend a magic build mm-hmm. matt is very big on magic builds matt, matt poked me Why in the direction magic? of a magic build oh all right yeah, so the the first order optimal strategy of um of uh dark souls is like chonky like great sword and big ass shield build eh, it's not fun for me i don't like to do that Nah. Oh yeah, that's... no. If it's not fun for you, then don't do it. But yeah, like the typical like easy mode strategy is just wear Havel armor, big sword. <laughs> yeah. In any case, uh Well cool. You'll have to let us know how it goes once you've uh once you've beaten that up. I will give you all of my hot takes and updates as they progress. Uh but I mean I've probably played some other games, but that's kind of the big ones that jump out at me, aside from like every so nice. often popping out something from Steam. Um actually I was going to ask you guys, um, feel free to cut this if you want. Um, Devolver Digital just released like a, an, an expo marketing game for free that I was hoping to check out. Have either? Oh, is this, De- is this Devolver Land? Yeah. Yeah. Have either of you checked that oh, out? Oh, I yet? didn't even, I haven't touched uh, it. I have not. I, I'm not sure what it is. I just saw the title for it. Is it like, it, cause it's like a VR experience, isn't it? It's like, Hey, go to this VR fun, like theme park or is it i i don't think so i downloaded it i was gonna play it at some point this week but it looked like it was just like a first person game that was like having a good riff on marketing and like the whole convention scene seeing as how there are no real conventions right now because everyone's stuck indoors yeah. uh it doesn't yeah why don't we talk uh, about that for a second because i know we had that up here yeah. uh, i I think it's their, like, way of getting past the fact that they didn't have an actual convention. And if it is, like, yeah. I'm really curious to see how it plays. Because it's just, like, a free yeah. marketing tool. And it's apparently a marketing simulator based off of the jokes they had in their previous um, conventions. For those who don't know, they basically put on these, like, big, over-the-top fake conventions with these, like, evil marketing people. And it's always a ton of fun for me. I really enjoy them. They're kind of, like... They're they kind of like fun. really fucked up Nintendo Directs. I think that's kind of the angle that they were going for because they call them Devolver Directs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're they're fucking weird. There's something you'd see on like an Adult Swim. I like uh, them. Yeah, a they're lot. basically an Adult Swim cartoon, <laughs> just like made into a thing. And hey, you know what? It fucking works for them. Like Devolver Digital is cool for doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. I was gonna say, uh, Drew brought up a good point of. You know, a bunch of these conventions and big showcases are canceled right now. Like, I think this is about the time that, like, E3 or, like, any other of the big game shows... Uh, I can think of E3 specifically, because that's that's usually around this time, would be starting or getting off. But because of the whole pandemic, you know, they can't have that. So a bunch of them are doing these kind of digital directs or some of these, like, VR experience kind of things. Which I think is kind of interesting. I... I you you don't get the all in one like game drop now you're getting them like kind of dropped throughout the throughout summer so far yeah to be honest like I I don't really I'm not like a man who likes to go to conventions um, I just find them you know a little inconvenient so I typically just like mm-hmm. watch the trailers and whatnot afterwards anyway so it doesn't feel yeah. that mm-hmm. noticeable for me but um. I do like the steady drip feed like, of trailers over time versus this kind of all-in-one. Yeah. Like, that's kind of nice. I feel like maybe maybe that's helpful. Like, you know, different studios can maybe, like, make a bigger deal about their own thing and then, like, chill out a little bit. 
I'm interested yeah. to see how it affects things. It, it kind of has its pros and cons. On the one hand, like, I, I haven't been to any of the, like, those big conventions. I think the only one I've gone to is uh, GDC, and that's a totally different beast on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, GDC. But, you know, there is something to be said of, like, huh? I just, I, I'm laughing about GDC. It's, it's a weird one. Like, uh... It is. Uh, but, like, you know, like, E3 was kind of, like, kind of a yearly, like, almost week-long celebration of, oh, hey, look at all these games and all the new stuff that we have. Uh, but, you know, like, that got kind of canceled. So the kind of con, one of the cons I see is, like, hey, you know, there isn't, you don't kind of have that big event. But what you do have is all of these smaller things getting released, kind of drip for you, like you said. Um, and it's kind of nice because they each get their own little time to shine. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of the games that would have come out during E3 get overshined by giant triple a market come by and say hey this is our thing and they kind of take over the show a bit yeah but now it's like okay well this comes out and it, it's the only thing that got announced for the day so it gets its own kind of special time to shine yeah um which i think is kind of nice i actually would think that a lot more of these companies would be doing more almost nintendo direct like things where it's just like hey this is just us we're putting together a stream or a showcase like Sony did one for their PS5 recently, which was kind of nice. Yeah, um, I, I'll i be honest. Like, I, I saw the highlights from that. I personally don't really feel a need to pick up one. Well, you know, it is it is cool that the PlayStation 5 is popping its collar. Like, showing some style right oh, there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I guess that... Oh, okay. That's what it is. The point wasn't, like, you know, whether you would... Like, kind of what they were showing. Just like, hey, you know, they're each doing this insular single thing instead of everybody kind of... You know, it's not all everybody coming together it's like hey if you like this thing you can just go watch that one particular thing which hey you're probably going to do anyway so i don't know i, I kind of like the more bite-sized manageable little bits that are more focused yeah. on a particular thing yeah yeah that is that is kind of cooler were there any um reveals or like trailers or highlights or things that have been shown that you guys are hyped for like maybe from the ps5 or i guess the ubisoft show or uh... anything like that I didn't. I didn't watch the Ubisoft one. Uh, I, I'm not gonna lie. I was like, um, I I only watched like the PS5 one, and I didn't watch it very seriously. Yeah. I'm actually. I'm more hyped to go play fucking Kentucky Route Zero because I saw a cool video about it than I am mm-hmm. about like any of these other games. Oh, it's a moody yeah. one. It's definitely a moody one. I think. Yeah. Uh, I watched yeah. the PS5 one. I watched it with a couple of my buddies, and we had fun with that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was some stuff in there that I was kind of excited about, like you know. Resident Evil 8, or oh, sorry, Resident yeah. Evil The Village got announced. That does I was look pretty very excited cool. for that. I, that um, does look very slick. I know... That's cool. Horizon Zero Dawn 2 is coming out, and that's... Horizon Zero Dawn was a game that I thought looked really neat. I haven't played it, but, you know, seeing kind of the direction they're going with the second one made me look back at the first one and go, oh, you know, maybe I'll go check that out at some point. Yeah. Uh, they did announce a remake uh, a full remake of Demon Souls for the PS5, which is pretty exciting because oh yeah, you know, Demon Souls is fucking old as shit right now. It is super, and you old. can't play it online because all the servers are down. So that was a pretty cool one. Uh, I don't know. I I was pretty sold on a lot of the stuff I saw on the on the PS5. I'll probably pick one up eventually, but I don't know if it'll be like a day one unless there's like something right then and there that I like. I need to get. Yeah, I I didn't get that feeling from anything like. The coolest thing was definitely the Ratchet and Clank trailer, which was like just showing off how quickly they can like load stuff, which is nice. 
But I also mm. don't really care about Ratchet and Clank. It reminds me of Rayman, and then I just want to play Rayman instead. And that's because mm. that's just because that's how my brain works. I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I feel like I feel like there have been releases or like things that have been teased, but I can't really think of it. My mind's drawing a blank outside of the um, well. What was it? The Unreal trailer that had like the big pretty lighting that I know is like super fake. Oh, right. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Unreal, one. Unreal Five. Yeah, it looked pretty. Yeah, I don't know if that. Yeah. What do you mean by fake? Do you think it was all like pre-rendered stuff? Because uh, they, they, the way they were showing it was like it was a demo for their lighting engine to show you. Kind uh, of what they let can me do rephrase that. I, I don't mean fake. Like I don't think they were like pulling the wool over your eyes. I think of it more like any tech demo I see is not reflective of what other developers will pull out. And if it is, it's like it's going to be some time down the line, right? Like yeah, like even. Like, historically, you show off some cool technology, people play around with it, they screw around with it, they suck at it, a few years pass by, and then they get good at it. So, it's cool seeing a very pretty thing showing off, like, new tools and toys, but I don't mm-hmm. think of that as, like, this is representative of what you can expect for, like, the soon-to-be future. Like, I don't see that as a thing. No, pro- probably not, but... I think, at least to me, I'm excited for those kind of things just to see, like, hey, here's what the engine is capable of doing. Yeah. Because it's usually, like, a, hey, here's what it can do. Here's what, you know, setups can be. And, again, most people, when they watch these trails, need to keep in mind that these are more bite-sized experiences. They are meant to show off the, in an ideal setting, what can these engines do. Um, That doesn't always necessarily mean that the actual games will look like that because, you know, those games need to take hard work considerations into effect. They need to take uh, the you know the different different kind of assets and loading that need to be doing. But I mean, I don't know if I looks pretty cool. I was reading some of the new features from that, and it's like that's neat. Unreal is still a somewhat brick wall trying to figure out. But hey, that's cool. More power to you. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean it's a brick wall? Do you just think like it's hard to learn? Uh, I had a lot of trouble trying to get stuff set up in Unreal 4. I know. And even though they said like, oh, hey, we streamlined it. I was like, all right, this is still really confusing. Mm. Well, see, that's what but, I mean. You know, maybe I just ha- I will fully admit I have not spent as much time setting stuff up in Unreal because if I want to do something in a game, I'll usually go throw open Unity for a second, you know, quicker to build in Unity, mm-hmm. but it doesn't look as nice as stuff that like, Eh. Yeah, that makes sense. It's the little yeah. indie studio. In, it's the little indie engine that can. Or is it still an indie engine yeah. at this point? Or is it considered? I no. don't think. No, it's not an indie stuff. It, it has that reputation because a lot of games that use Unity are independent games um, or smaller titles. But I don't think Unity itself is a indie thing. Oh, wh- they're pretty big now. Uh, I, I get what I meant they're, was um, they're a real big boy. What I meant was like, has there been like a new challenger at this point? Just because like Unity was hip when we were in college, and it still seems very hip and powerful now. But I feel like like a contender would pop up to challenge it by this point. Uh, I don't know. I only really know of Unreal and Unity, and then every studio has their proprietary engines. This is true. That they you know do stuff with. This is true. Hot, exciting facts. It's true. Yes. Anyone else mm-hmm. playing any other cool video yeah, games yeah. that they want to talk about in thick Russian accents? Well, oh, I, I will go over what I've been doing because we went over to Zach and Drew. Yeah, I'll tell you actually, what yeah. Been what, what has what Adam have you been, been doing? doing, Adam? I don't know. Just sitting around, staring at the wall. Oh man, that's oh. my favorite activity. That's only partially. That's only partially true. Now let's see. Uh, so since. Since this uh, shelter in place happened, uh, 
you know, we I've had a lot of free time on my hand. Sadly, I uh, have had a, I'll put it lightly as a career change, and I'm currently looking for a new job. So uh, between job hunting and other stuff, I have had some extra free time here or there, um, which has been both good and bad. Bad because, you know, I'm not sure, you know, kind of what I'm going to be doing near term, but hey, the at least I got more time to like do other games or side projects and stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, what have I been doing? I have played through. I listed out all the games I was playing or was trying to do, and I realized I've actually beaten quite a number of games that I more than I realized. Good um, job. So I said I beat Dark Souls one. Yeah. And that was Very kind of nice. a that was just a nice checklist item. Say like, yeah, I did it. What a now I never have to go back to it again. <laughs> Which is weird. I don't know why that was the first thing. Like, oh boy, now never need to play that again. <laughs> My gamer credentials are intact. <laughs> you can get one extra cool point now. Oh, hell yeah, finally. Uh, but no, like, in, in all honesty, I, I did enjoy my time with Dark Souls 1. It was it did make me appreciate the game more after I went through it all the way. Um, you know, some of the things that I'd seen... Uh, you know, like talked about was like, oh yeah, you know, I actually never myself got to that portion, so it was nice to actually be able to say, yeah, I've, I've done pretty much everything the game needed me to. There was a couple like covenants and stuff I didn't really participate in because uh, I got to be honest with you, I have no desire to do PvP in that game. Hmm. I, I know people like that aspect, um, but that's some janky garbage that I ain't trying to. You hear. ain't got time for that. I, I, I if I wanted to, f- to fight somebody, I'd go to play an actual fighting game. Ooh. there hot take like guilty gear strive hmm oh i want to play i'm so jealous that oh you got God. in the beta for that it Fuck you. it was fun wait drew got into the beta i did and he got into the beta for strive yeah Dang. it was exciting i will tell you yeah. the rumors of the lobby system are true they need to fix that sucker oh, they up need a to rework. dude it... all right t- tangent back to drew for a second dude the guilty gear strive uh beta made two things abundantly clear to me one this is the, one of the most gorgeous looking games, not just in fighting games, but in ever. It, it looks just that good. It does. It does. Two. Holy shit. You people need to like rethink your lobby structure because this online play is bad. Yeah, I my understanding is they wanted to make it they wanted to shake things up because their previous lobby systems felt very stagnant. And to the to its credit. This is going to sound backhanded, but... You did shake stuff up. Well, like, I see what they were going for, right? Like, it is kind mm-hmm. of, like, fun and pixely and feels very cute. And I do like the idea of kind of, like, people are engaged, they're fighting in front of you. But in practice, yeah. it has the it has the problem of, like, any kind of, like, open lobby system where, like, there's just, like, too much garbage going on at once and you can't tell. Like, you don't really have a lot of control. Um, yeah. but I, I don't want to focus on the negatives. It, like the game itself handles phenomenally. Like it was oh, yeah. very responsive. I loved playing it. Um, Chip is really fun, but he is like very easy to lose with as I discovered all the time. Uh, you may be, this may not surprise you having given your experience. Chip has the lowest HP value in the game. I found he that He is out. the glassiest of glass cannons. Yeah, I... I like, was... He can be very quick and do stuff, but he will blow up if you touch him. Yeah, I, I was put up against the uh, the more tanky character. The, uh, I think it's Potankman, or... He's like this... Uh, Potemkin? Pot- yeah, he's like this big, big, like, robot military thing. And he has this one special grab where it, like, took off, like, 60% of my health in one go. And I was just like, well, I've lost. This has been fun. That's right. 
That's right. Two Potemkin busters equals one dead ship. And it's like, oh my god. Yeah, they... The feedback so far says they're going to be tweaking that a lot, but um, it was certainly an experience. I'll say that it was uh, yeah. it was fun, but I'm sure they'll have another beta at yeah. some point, and hopefully you'll get in on that one. That'd be nice. Yeah, or you can uh, just buy so the game so. when it comes out, and then you can play it all the time. Yeah, but that's coming out in 2021 because of COVID. It got delayed. Mm, that is true, but that's more time for it to oh. balance and look even better and cooler. <sighs> I guess. Yeah. Anywho. Um, let's see. So I beat Dark Souls 1, and then I went ahead and platinumed God of War 2018. Damn! Uh, Good job. Wow. That was a really, really, really good game. I liked God of War a lot. I would talk about it more, but Drew and I have had in the works doing a God of War 2000 epi- 2018 episode we'd like to do. So I'll leave... So when we get that to that one, I'll, I'll go in more of my thoughts on it, but... Quickly, it's a really good game. I liked it a lot. There are some portions of it I would have polished and and toned up, and I'd like to see improved for uh, a potential second one. But overall, what a damn phenomenal game! That was a really good one. Oh, Adam, you're teasing me um, with your with your with your callouts, and I want to hear about them. Oh, uh, well, it seems we're gonna have to reschedule that episode now, won't we? No. I want to talk about it now. <laughs> you can't tell, but I'm staring at the mic, just wiggling my eyebrows. Like, uh-huh. what's weird is I can actually tell you're wiggling your eyebrows. Uh-huh. I-, I can sense uh, it. <laughs> so, um, after I platinumed God of War, and after playing Dark Souls, I said, "Guys, I need something lighthearted and fun." So I went back to Super Mario Odyssey okay. and was playing that. Oh, cool. I believe early this year, I said I had beaten it but it was taking a break from it um so i came back to super mario odyssey and i completed my mission of getting all of the power moons in that game or let me let me rephrase i got all of the unique power moons in super mario odyssey so i have effectively checked every box on that list holy shit that is also a high quality phenomenal game super mario odyssey is fantastic if you guys have a switch I really recommend it. It was it was quite good. I want to switch. I know. And once they gave you Metroid Prime 4, all of these games that you that I've been telling you to play, you can play. That's right. Yeah. That's right. But quick summary, I think I I think I mentioned this before. Super Mario Odyssey lies in the same state that Breath of the Wild does in that wow, your guys' reinvention of your what are essentially your two biggest IPs have been just home runs out of the park. I honestly don't know how you follow up a game like that. Now, Breath of the Wild has Breath yeah. of the Wild 2, but I don't really know if they're going to do a Super Mario Odyssey 2, but I kind of hope they do because, goddamn, that was really good. Is it? Um, is it the hats that mm-hmm. work for you? Because, like, I'm not sure what, what about Super Mario Odyssey... I've, I've heard it's great, but I genuinely don't really know what the premise is outside of Mario goes on an adventure, which is what Mario okay. always does. So I'll give you a, I'll give you a quick rundown on this one. Super Mario Odyssey. The main story is that. Hold on to your shorts, Drew and Zach. This is gonna take you for a ride, okay? I'm ready. Princess Peach has been kidnapped by Bowser. God damn oh it! Oh my god! God damn right? it! How could that possibly happen? That's right. I didn't see it either, except I you know I very clearly saw it. So anywho, <laughs> um, 
Mario gets beaten. He gets beaten up in the first part part of the game, and he his hat gets destroyed, and so he gets dropped off in the Cap Kingdom, where Cappy, a little hat ghost thing, says, "Hey, Bowser also kidnapped some uh, my sister. We should work together, and we can uh, get both of our our loved ones back." And Mario says, "Yahoo, whatever," because you know he, that's how he goes. Um, and so yeah, they go on this big quest. The whole point of it is that you are going from kingdom to kingdom, kind of chasing Bowser and fixing all the wrongs that he's done. Uh, But the thing I like the most about it is is it it introduces these big open worlds and then just says, go explore. Do what you want. You don't even need to fix the problem of this kingdom to progress. But the thing is, is that there's this big emphasis on exploration. If you kind of, if you've ever played Super Mario 64, you know, you'd go into the paintings and you could kind of do... A bunch of different missions in that one like painting um that kind of catches that you'd always be kicked back out every time you got a star in this new one it's just one contiguous like open world thing so uh they're pretty nice i i've liked the exploration i like all the extra movement options mario and cappy have uh and just overall it's a really fun game nice. so i highly recommend anybody pick that up nice um so you've been you've been then, completing games and taking names and all that good stuff is mm-hmm. okay and then because you know i was like man i'm i, I gotta do something else i started playing animal crossing and boy howdy and <laughs> new animal crossing is pretty fun i i've enjoyed the new animal crossing quite a bit uh i could go into a lot on that one but i, I feel like you know we're kind of running long so and maybe just maybe zach and i could do an episode on that uh, yeah, we could uh, we could do an episode on on the animal crossing and how it sucked out all of our lives that's right but it is quite good i i have liked that one uh i've enjoyed living it this weird fantasy of boy i wish i could go outside but you know or i could go on a big vacation but nope i oh, wish well. my life could be a vacation that's what yeah. the that's the fantasy of the animal crossing mm-hmm and after living that fantasy of being on an island, I decided, why not go back to the horrible reality? And I started playing Final Fantasy VII, which, you know what? I'm having a hard time enjoying that one because there are some parallels in oh, that game to real world shit. That's like, boy, howdy, this is very... You have been playing a lot of games. That's more on point. Zach, I've had a lot of free time. That's fair. <laughs> not by choice. I wish I had stuff doing going on. But yeah, uh, FF7 Remake is pretty fun i'm still really early in on it uh but i've so far liked a lot of the changes they've made to that one i don't know if either of you guys had checked that out or started playing that one what the remake yeah have, have you got have you guys played ff7 remake or checked it out i kind of nope. want to just play the original no nope. even though the remake looks really sick it also looks like it's a lot of mm-hmm. i i've heard good things but i've also heard some things that make me feel like playing the original would be better for what i want in a game hmm yeah, I mean that's that's fair. Uh, so far, I like I said, I'm still somewhat early into it, um, but I've really liked kind of what I've seen so far. Maybe that'll change as I play more. But you know, so far it's been a pretty interesting adaptation of a older game where it's hitting a lot of the same beats and it's trying to expand on some stuff. And some of that new stuff will, you know, uh, but some of that new stuff will hit will either hit or will miss with people. Um, for the most part, the new stuff is hitting for me because uh, I've liked what I've played. Uh, and the new gameplay system is actually really fun once you kind of get into it. Um, I think I may have mentioned this before, but FF7 Remake plays kind of what mm. I think they were going for in FF15. Okay. Um, where 
FF15 has an interesting combat system and for the most part I feel does work but like the problem is that there's really no party dynamic you can get going. Now they did eventually all allow the... you to play as all of the characters once all of the DLC episodes came out so you could switch to each of the characters and play in their unique style. Uh, but Remake has kind of a more cohesive idea of party dynamics and combat um, in this one and I've actually really liked that. It's there have been some battles that you do need to be more tactical with. Do I use this here or do I need to set up this buff or debuff before I can actually get going on doing damage? So I like that one so far. I'll, I'll have to keep plugging away at that and see. I'm glad you're enjoying it, man. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I've been doing. Well. Fun times. The episode is... It's been going along for a while. Is that is that a good place for us to maybe cap off the episode? Yeah, I think so. I think... You know, I think we're all just tr- still trying to get used to all of the crazy stuff that this pandemic has kind of hit us with and mm-hmm. figure all that out. It's true. It's true. There's a, a lot of valuable lessons that can be learned from this uh, little time period. Wouldn't you agree, Zach? Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I think it's time for a lesson of the day. Today's lesson. Don't leave a hole open large enough in your house that a scorpion can get inside or else it's going to it's going to bite you and then you're going to get poisoned and die. And then the scorpion will eat you and then your soul will be taken down into the lowest levels of Tartarus, which you then must face Hades and he will judge you accordingly. And that's the lesson of the day. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Zach. Now I've got to go patch some worrying large holes in this house. I don't know if it's incredibly (laughs) applicable to my day to day life, but I'm glad I have it. Thank you. You know, sometimes Mm -hmm. you do. We're all going through changes. Uh, all right, all right, folks. Thank you for listening to another one. Uh, if you liked what you heard, by all means, give us a shout out on Facebook, on Twitter. Uh, by all means, leave us a review on iTunes if you're listening on that platform by chance. It really helps us out so that, you know, people kind of see what we're doing and maybe, you know, cheddar in a little bit more. Um, if you have any particular comments you want to send our way, you can reach us at teamnitwick at gmail.com. That's team N-I-T-W-I-C at gmail.com. And uh, we will be getting that Twitch stream um, schedule up at some point. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, if you want, you can follow us on Twitter for any times we decide to test it out or just want to let you guys see how good we are at Hades or other video games. And uh, we'll be cooking up another episode mm-hmm. real soon. Possibly that God of War one. And until then, we'll be sitting in our houses and uh, mm-hmm. marking the days down on our calendars. That's that's the truth. Can't wait to go back outside again. All right, guys. Stay safe. Have a good one. Party hard. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone.